the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And I have Stacy Light with us today. StacyLight.com. She's a teacher. She's really a veteran teacher. I love teachers so much. I, I was sitting here during the break thinking about all of the wonderful teachers in my life and the difference that they made. Uh, I, I just loved my teachers. So I loved school. <laughs> I loved my teachers so much. But anyway, welcome back, Stacy. Thank you. I'm glad you love teachers. Oh, so much, so much. Uh, <laughs> I my teacher. I had teachers that helped me go on field trips. I had teachers that, I mean, they just really poured into me in so many levels. I had one threw me a bridal shower. That's how close we oh, were. Wow. Yeah, uh, just amazing teachers. But um, <laughs> there is a story in every seat. Uh, that's the title of your children's book. I love that title. There's a story in every seat. And today you, we wanted to hear your story. You were one of those kids in that seat. And so mm-hmm. maybe that's how you have so much compassion and love um, for the kids in your seat. <laughs> Yes, um, thank you. Um, so my story was um, when I was seven years old, I was living in St. Louis, and I had um, been in Mississippi visiting grandparents for a couple weeks, and when I came back to Missouri, um, I wanted to go and visit my best friend down the street, and our neighborhood pool had been open, and I couldn't wait to go down there and swim with my best friend, Judy. So I asked my mom, please, please let me go swim with Judy. And she said, well, you're not going alone. Give me a few minutes. So we, she followed down behind me, and I was running ahead of her, and I grabbed my friend Judy from her house, and we were a couple hundred feet probably in front of both of our moms who were following behind us. And um, as we walked down a, um, a pathway to the pool, um, I kept going down the sidewalk, and my friend Judy stepped off the sidewalk and started walking the grass. I didn't think anything of it, and I kept walking, and my feet began to sink, and it was because the the tar had just been poured. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah and it was boiling hot, and there was no construction workers nearby. There was oh. no flag or caution tape like we would normally see. And apparently the neighbors had all been forewarned with um, flyers in their mailbox that the pavement would be poured that day. But we had been gone on a two-week vacation, Mm. and our mail had been stopped, so we had not received that. And so, um, as you can imagine, my feet sinking in hot tar that had just been poured was horrible. It was both um, feet? It wasn't just one? It was both? No, it was both feet. Oh, my all the way in. Um, And so I remember just the screaming and the, you know, at first I didn't even realize the screaming was me. It was like, where is all this screaming coming from? And I realized, oh, my goodness, this is me screaming. Um, And I won't go into the details, but suffice it to say, it was a very bad injury. Um, And fortunately, there was a nurse 
who was laying poolside with her kids who heard the screaming and knew something was going on, and she ran past the gate and saw me stuck in tar and gently pulled me up, and I had the tar all over my feet, and she ran me back to the pool and gently put me down into the water until all the steam came up. But what happened is it all hardened. And so it was boiling on my feet, but it hardened around it. Um, So my mom, in the meantime, was running to get the vehicle, and they knew they had to get me to the hospital. And um, I kind of, I think I kind of blanked out, and I was in shock by that time, um, and got to the hospital. And um, I think they put me to sleep. I don't remember much of it, and did some surgeries. And I awoke finding out that for the next 10 months or so, I was going to be bedridden and I was going to miss school and I was going to miss all the things like ballet and that I had just started and tap that I had just started and um, going to the pool with my friends and just playing Mm. with my friends like I always did. Um, And so that was my story. But the, the bigger part of it was that the doctors at that time had really never dealt with anything um, I mean, they dealt with burns, but they really hadn't dealt with a tar burn like that. And well, yeah, so did this they, tar, like, stick to your skin? I mean, how did they get the tar off? Um, they ended up using a chemical treatment that was similar to um, a type of acid that they just, like, they put me to sleep, and then they removed it slowly, um, incrementally, like, layers of the tar, and then, but it had taken off so much of the skin on my feet that they literally could see the bones. And so, um, my skin, which is so amazing, is not even scarred. Really? It's totally adapting. Yeah, the only way you would ever know that my feet have gone through anything is that they get really shiny. I don't know why, but when they get wet, they get really shiny. <laughs> huh. So, I just always say, okay, God, that's just like your gentle reminder that you healed my feet, and mm. they're just shiny. Um, and so, so you yeah, didn't have just, trouble walking, or I mean, how long to, until you walked again? Or yeah, well, they weren't even really sure if I would walk again well because they didn't know if the if the skin would heal correctly or um, if I would have um, good mobility. Um, so I was in bed for almost ten months wearing a lot of goop on my feet and a lot of, like, burn um, salve, and they had to wrap my feet in gauze and wear white socks over that. Um, and then my, my mom was around the clock changing all of that bandaging all the time around the clock I for months at was. a time. Oh, my. Um, so I think um, my biggest takeaway was I was, I was very fearful of oh. not – being able to just continue being a kid and having like all of the little things as a kid that I did day to day were swept away from me all at one time. I remember missing Halloween and I remember missing all of these things that my friends were going to. And I even missed like the beginning because it was happened in the summer. I missed the beginning of school and I missed, um, you know, getting school clothes and um, going to get a new backpack and all of those things. And I felt like I was missing out. Yeah. And, um, of course, my friends were like, you're lucky you're not going to school, but when you're the kid that's not going. It's not fun. Of, no, you feel um, very left out. And, of course, the, the healing part of it was scary. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I do remember 
I would lay in bed at night, and my mom and dad would want me to get a lot of sleep. And so they would tell me to go to sleep. But a lot of times I wasn't, I was in bed so much I wasn't sleepy. Yeah. And so I would, per, I would close my eyes and pretend to be asleep, but I would hear my parents praying over me. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. And, yeah. And I would lay there with my eyes shut and just listen to them. And it was so soothing hmm. um, that oftentimes I would fall asleep during those times that they would be praying because I remembered just the um, comfort that those words gave me. And I knew that even though I had fear, and they had fear, that their fear was being relinquished by a God that knew what was going to happen. Mm. And um, there was a lot of my fear um, was diminished because of that. And um, so I, I felt like when I was finally um, healed enough to go back to school, um, I felt like... Um, I understood what it felt like to be that different kid, mm-hmm. and I felt like um, that it was going to be very important for me when I became a teacher to take those students and put them under my wing and um, and cover them like God covers us and takes care of us and um, shelter them when they need shelter and love them when they need love mm-hmm. and um, protect them when they need protection. and. I felt like my parents did that for me, and it, you know, of course I look back now and I learned so many things, but many of the things I learned was to try to give God your fear and anxiety because um, he can He can help take that away if we pray to him. Well, if you just start listening, this is Stacy Light. She's at StacyLight.com. Uh, Stacy, what a powerful story. Tell us, we have about two minutes max left, but tell us how do you help someone that's in a trauma spot? I love the power of your praying parents. That is just so incredible and very motivating, isn't it, for us yeah. to continue praying for our kids and our grandkids. But but how do you yeah. help someone? I, I guess your heart has just exploded with compassion when you see a child mm-hmm. in need after this. How How do you help them? Honestly, it it is just like that. I I think coming aside, um, not just children, but um, just people in general, because um, as a teacher, I'm talking a lot about children, but um, I want this to go further than just the classroom, obviously, because we have neighbors that that we can care for, and, and we have people in our church that we should care for, and all of us know somebody that has something going on in their life, and I think even if we just pick up the phone and just say, you know, you were on my mind today, and is there anything I can do for you? Mm. Or even, can I pray for you? Um, that just means so much if somebody prays for you. And especially if someone is not a Christian, they might feel a little uncomfortable with that. But I imagine they might say yes. Um, even if they're a little uncomfortable with it, they might say yes, go ahead and pray for me. But I bet down the road that it will be a powerful thing for them and they'll go back and remember somebody prayed for them and what a seed is planted in that moment oh such a seed i I love that just pray for them Uh, this doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that hard time spend time love them have compassion from your heart just stand aside stand alongside them well this was stacy light go to stacylight.com she has a book there is a story 
in every seat. That's a book for children. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to hear the previous episode, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. For previous episodes, you can even get some prayer downloads. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.